Hi guys and welcome back to Pod with, with us. us. We are so excited. My name is Daisy. And my name is Mike. And episode two is all about how we met. Story. And, and this is our second episode of this podcast. And you know what, guys? I'm actually really excited to have you have you here and have you join us on this journey of relationships and ups and downs and faith and all that stuff we're definitely still in the vibe of getting to know us um so yeah and this obviously is one of the most highly requested things we get asked all the time time. how did you guys meet so take it away days when people typically ask us in the flesh friends family strangers when we meet them i always defer to you to kick the story up because when a when a lady when a woman tells a story it's different to how a guy tells a story oh, yeah because y'all be cutting out exactly. so much so, you guys cut out all the juicy parts you go ahead and start and then I will just flow from you okay action <laughs> pressure much um okay first of all when we met it was two 2013 that's what I was gonna say we met in 2013 we met um, around about winter time, it was like September, October time. Yeah, also October time, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and it basically, we met in Bible study. Yes, we did, my <laughs> so, Bible study. So cliche of a Christian couple. <laughs> it doesn't sound like the most romantic beginning, but it is what it is. It really was. Um, but it was great. In its own it? way, yeah, it really was. It was. Um, I had basically um, been invited by my friend who had been inviting me for ages to come to her Bible study. Um, and I hadn't had time because our Bible studies were clashing at the time, my church's Bible study and her church's Bible study. And then I believe we went on a winter break. So I thought, cool, like, girl, I'm available. I'm ready. So, um, yeah, we rolled on out to Bible study. I was with my best friend and another close friend of mine at the time. Um, and then, yeah, we went to, her house, which is where it was being hosted. And I remember walking in, we walked into the house, we walked through the flat, walked through the corridor, and then had the door opened up and it was and like- the a light that came through, <laughs> the handsomeness, the, oh, wow, you was like, yay. <laughs> where? <laughs> Hallelujah. I can't even deal with you. Sorry, I my cannot. bad. I didn't mean to bust in on your story. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Right. It wasn't quite like that. <laughs> Which it was, though. <laughs> no, it was... I remember it was like she, they had an open lounge kitchen vibe. Um, so when you walk in, you first see, like, the dining room kitchen area, and then you have to turn to your right, right. Yeah. to see the lounge area, which is where the Bible study was taking place. And he was literally sat, like, right in front of me to the right as I walked in. And I remember you were wearing, like, this really light blue, like a powder blue, baby blue, super dry um jumper yeah, vibe yeah, like a yeah. quilted knitted yeah. jumper um and i think i was just i remember my first thought just being oh that's your pastor like hello oh okay and i think it was more so because yes <laughs> no <laughs> not like that i think it was more so because in my mind i was expecting like a 50 60 year old yeah. pastor um and I wasn't expecting a young, handsome, fresh-looking guy. So when I walked in and saw you, I was quite 
surprised and taken back by that but I didn't think oh my gosh this is the love of my life this is it we're set we're made I just remember thinking oh okay that that's your pastor okay I see how you'll be rolling and then that was it then we sat down engaged in bible study um and I kind of just didn't think that way beyond that mm. I didn't think the thought didn't go beyond that moment yeah because you were here for bible study right right and the kind of person you were you was like I'm locked here for the reason I'm here I'm not, I'm not trying to be out in these streets trying to 100% yeah whatever and I was also in a season in my life where I was very set on yeah. being single yeah I was like Lord I want to be single for you I want to be like Paul I just you know I want to devote myself to the studying of like your word every day and wow. I don't want to be distracted by guys I don't want to be distracted by men so I was very set on I don't want to be in a relationship I don't want the distraction I don't want this I just feel like I just need time to focus on my relationship with God yeah you was just practicing that mental discipline yeah. <laughs> I really was which was good which was good I mean yeah I mean okay that's your first that was your first that was my first thought of you what was your thought first thought of me if any when I walked in well when you walked in straight away I was like no one it, a couple of reactions first one was you're new yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, there's a new person. Mm -hmm. Because our church at the time, I guess it wasn't really like mainstream, everyone knows about us. Yeah. It was like, you have to be invited, hence you were invited right. by your best friend. So um, I was like, oh, somebody knew. So I was making sure that, okay, is everything on point? Is everything good to go? You know how you want to make sure first impressions are really, really good? Yeah. And the second thing I noticed was like, you're beautiful. <laughs> So I was really? like, okay, okay. I, was, I looked at it, I was like... And what? All right. And what? I was like, all right, all right, cool. All right. So obviously you had to make sure that my game was strong. <laughs> what game? You were busy teaching the word. Teaching game is teaching game, baby. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, no, I'm only messing. But no, no, no. I saw you. I was like, oh, she's she's a beautiful, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. So, but like you, I was like, right. But I, I, I had my, my my iPad was open. I had my notes ready. Yeah. I think we were just about getting started. Yeah. So I was sat in the corner and I was kind of locked in about what I'm going to say, how I'm going to deliver it, um, and just kind of like staying focused spiritually, etc. Oh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, as the discussion was going on. Um, you know how you meet for somebody first impressions, but you go on meeting them as they reveal new things about them. Yeah, I think that's where we probably flourished a bit more. It wasn't that first meeting, because that first meeting was just so... Like, first impressions. That was it, yeah. yeah. In fact, that's probably all I can remember of our first meeting, that moment. I don't even remember how we ended the night. Like, did we say goodbye or not? I can't remember beyond that point of first seeing you. Uh -huh. And the Bible study, and then as the discussion grew, we were split off into groups. I remember more so my group and what we were discussing. Um, and then I think I came back like two, three other... While we were basically, while we were on our Bible study break for church, all those Wednesdays, I think it was, um, I spent with you guys... So I think it wasn't until the third or fourth um, time I came back that you then called me after yeah. to be like, oh, yeah. hey there. Yeah, because I, I had a policy of like, <laughs> if you come first time into the fellowship, Bible study, whatever it is, I don't really take you serious until you come back several times, as in that like you have an interest to be here. Right. As opposed to you first come, and, and you know, people, you know, church people lay on thick on visitors give you the 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 the, uh, the bible um what do you call it like a new bible no they give you the, oh, the bookmark bookmark then they give you the the pew, pen pew, pew. <laughs> they give you <laughs> uh, are you coming back next week they find out that you can play keyboard oh you can play for us 
and they find out that, oh gosh, you're like, you, you can be the youth leader. And then I've just arrived. I just arrived and you're just trying to put me oh, into places bless of the leadership and responsibility. Right. So I was guided by that that bad experience that I've had over church over the yeah. years and like, I don't want to put it on somebody like look just come and check us out I know it's a check out moment at least for the first couple of weeks right and then once you've done that then you come in again you now you're kind of like you're settling in somewhat right then I'm like you're still here now it's a conversation right okay otherwise I'm gonna invest my time it's just wasted right doing nothing I'm just trying to chase somebody who doesn't want to be around us and I so, didn't feel pressured at all yeah. in your place I, I even remember I think it was like the second or third time we were praying um, you were leading us in prayer and I remember taking somebody out the room and praying with them and feeling comfortable to do that and I didn't feel that pressure of oh my gosh you know I have to be this or I have to oh, be man. that but that was that was a turning point for me that's when I met I think the you that I was like, this is the you that I want to get to know more. Everything else included, yes, but that was the part of you that was like, this somebody, this is somebody who's just not like the rest. Because I've never had somebody come into our my Bible study and at the time and just really get involved ministry-wise. I'm gonna pray for people, I'm gonna mm. give words of knowledge, I'm gonna do all this stuff. I was like, this person's different. Different. <laughs> so yeah, I'm happy you felt that you, you, you know, you feel spiritually safe and psychologically safe just to do what you had to do. Right. To be the person that you were, you were naturally, that you naturally was. Yeah. And, and do that because it allowed me to see that person behind the, I'm putting on good, 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 good faces. Right. To keep you impressed or to make sure that I don't come across embarrassed or insecure, whatever it is, you were just being you. And I, and I love that. That really piqued my interest. And it's funny because I was being me so much so to the point where I was literally, I remember like I would come with no makeup on. I would like my, sometimes my hair wasn't done. I'd literally have a headscarf on for Bible study. Like, yeah, but you had I that cute so... little tie at the front, like a little flower pattern. So yeah, know. obviously like, it, you, you know, put, we got you put, a headscarf, but we got to make it cute. Okay. <laughs> but it was still a headscarf nonetheless. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely was my bare, like stripped down, bare version of Daisy if there ever was because obviously on Sundays and church events I was turned up you know I'm in my heels I'm in my dresses I'm in like makeup my hair is slicked up and looking mwah, cute like I was giving right and then in Bible study <laughs> I'm like yo she relaxing <laughs> did we just pick her up from the village and drop her here today that's literally what I look well, I like. I like what I saw so village or city I was like, you're just really giving me vibes right now. But in a way, I'm really glad that we met under those conditions because then I didn't feel pressure to have to impress Keep you going that, forward yeah. because yeah. you literally met me when I was literally at my bare self. So I didn't feel the pressure to have to, like, you know, make myself look amazing going forward. So, so. fast forward to the next time we met. We've always had this in dispute, whether it was a date or whether it was a meeting. It was not a date. <laughs> let it be said. Let it be written in stone. Let it be noted for the record. But I also forward. agree that it wasn't, it wasn't a date. It was not a date. But that and does not mean that you should disagree? not have paid. Oh, that's the disagreement. Right. You want me to fork out my money. 100%. For a meeting. 100%. Let, let the people decide. Guys, listen to this situation. So... You can join in the comments, people, because... <laughs> So, yeah, guys, you got to let us know what your thoughts are on this. So, 
obviously we were at the point where you now called me because I had been to Bible study about four times. So he gave me a call to say, you know, hi, you've been to church. I mean, not church, Bible study a couple of times now. How are you doing? How are you finding it? Do you belong to a ministry? Are you just vibing with us, etc., etc. And as we were talking, we discovered that we were both going to be at the same place the next day at the same time. Mm. So we were like, okay, cool. Why don't we grab lunch? Because we both of our meetings were finishing around 12, 1230. So we were like, cool, let's like in our lunch break or when we're grabbing lunch, we can finish this conversation in person. Yeah. Cool. So the next day we met up, mm-hmm. hence it was not a date. It was very much a so meeting. a continuation of the call, a yeah. meeting. Right. And then we sat down, we were having a conversation. We were mainly just talking about ministry, really. Oh, before that, I was like, oh, where would you like to go to eat? Right. Let's go to the food court. Right. So we from, met up at Westfield, the phone by calls, the way, guys. Yeah, from the phone call, right up to that point, it was a mutual decision. A mutual Very discussion. mutual, 100%. Um, so we get there. We're at Las Iguanas, I think. Oh, no. What was that rib rib place? It was a food place. It was like a rib, what, uh, the rib place. Um, and, yeah, we spoke. We chopped. We chopped. We ate. We laughed. I mean, that was really where, I guess the connection started because we found ourselves literally from about half 12, 1pm when we met up right, and yeah, we stayed true. right up until Westfield closed. And we didn't even know because the security guard was like, by the way guys, we're closing. <laughs> literally. Like, Hold on a second. Wait, it's 10.30. Literally. It was later than 10.30. So. Way later than 10.30. But we had sat there for hours just talking and didn't we didn't realise that didn't time know. had gone. We didn't even realise the people leaving around us, mm. the cleaners starting to clean. Um, we were just so locked into, I guess, Definitely. our conversation. I lost, I lost track of time. <laughs> right. Myself. And then... This cues the issue now. And this is where we split ways because up until this time we're mutual. We are agreed. Baby. And this is when it comes to the bill. She's looking at me like, you gonna get this? No, I did not look at you because don't get it twisted. Though I had my expectations, I always stay ready. So I was fully ready to pay as I did. So I paid for my half. So he fully said, let's go Dutch basically. And was like, so when the bill came, he paid for his half. Hallelujah. And said to the guy, yeah, she'll get her half and I was like say what now it was a mutual meet me up say what now I wasn't taking you out <laughs> listen I didn't, I didn't take guys. you out I made a suggestion that we go out to a place to continue the conversation and you said yes absolutely not and had that meeting had been you know a half an hour meeting or an hour at max I would accept that when we are now sitting down for hours getting a lost in conversation getting lost in each other and brother wants to chuck half the bill my way hell to the no I was like I was in like I don't even know what the word is I was so shocked obviously I had to hide it and obviously I had to like hold it down and look like it's cool I got this but I can't lie to you I was so shocked I was like lost for words and that's the first time that a guy had ever actually asked me to pay for something first of all I had never been in a situation where a guy expected me to pay when we're out. Like, even my friends, I'd been out with all my friends, and they've never allowed me to pay. If I, That was the first time I was with a male member of society who asked me to put down my 
money, which I had no problem doing. Actually, that's a lie. I had a problem doing. No, I just didn't have the expectation to do. So that's what we part ways because I feel like he should 100% taken that. And it was literally less than 30 quid for both of us. So I feel like he had that. He definitely had that. But he was just trying to prove a point of like, oh, I'm a pastor and I'm not trying to date you. So if I pay for your meal, it's like I'm dating you, which to me, that's whack. I feel like you've tied me up for 10 hours now at this point. You can pay for my meal, bro. But look, you know, if I was paying for your time as a consultant on something, then fair enough. I wasn't consulting you on anything. I wasn't trying to, you know, draw your services and pay for your knowledge that you released into the meeting. That wasn't it. It was two people continuing the conversation mutually. That conversation started, romance started to emerge or interest, romantic interest started to emerge from the conversation. So it was like, it wasn't anything planned in that particular way. And like, I took up all your time intentionally. It, it, we, we both mutually agreed to stay in there. In fact, by your own words, you said, we didn't even know the time. Yet I've got to retrospectively pay you for your time, like your consultant. Not pay me for my time. Let me land. You, you, it's you, not you cooked me for your my whole time. explanation. Let me cook uh-uh. mine. I'm, I'm in the kitchen now. Uh-uh. Just sitting waiting for the meal. So let me just deliver this plate. The smell the is table. not giving right now. All right. Obviously, everyone, you can see that she's not trying to hide to hear from me. Uh-uh. So we're going to hear it from you. Put it in the comments. In the description box, we've got our uh, our handles. Jump on those. Let us know what you think, because this has never been settled in the last nine years of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think should have paid for that meal, guys? And i got to say, so after we finished, after we left, um, we then went on to, I think, McDonald's and got, like, hot chocolates. Um, as we were walking, which thankfully he yeah. did pay for. Not that that's something to be. I mean, it's a hot chocolate, you know. <laughs> we're not. This just shows that this has got, got levels. We're not out here giving. We're not. I'm sorry. McDonald's is I'm way sorry. below. We are not going. We are not giving medals for McDonald's hot chocolate. <laughs> we're absolutely not. We ain't gonna do that, okay? Um, but yes, he did get that. Thankfully, so he semi no, not even it's redeemed. Semi, it's it's like not even a redemption. On your level, it's, it's just, not even on the radar. Because it's a McDonald's hot chocolate. Can we just? Um, but yeah, so we left there. We then went to McDonald's, got hot chocolates, and then we ended up walking, walking from Westfield all the way up to that final bus stop where we couldn't go further together. Right. And that was a long walk, a slow walk. I think it was yeah. long because it was slow. Yeah, we took our time and we were still talking, getting to know each other, and that's when we were like realizing how much we had in common. Um, our pastors and how they were and the fact that they knew each well we were both mentored oh, by man. the same the, way, the similarities that we was finding each other was just incredible family networks like we just had so much in yeah. common that it was just wild and so many differences as well though and you know what I said earlier about when you first the first impressions with somebody as time goes on as they reveal past themselves you keep on meeting them right and I think when we was walking up from McDonald's up until that final bus stop I think halfway through, that's when I finally met you. Yeah. At the last point of you was revealing stuff to me, I felt like I asked all my questions and you were discussing all various points and you was giving me your mind and your heart and your thinking on the matter. And I was like, wow, the spirit of this woman is amazing. I think when I asked you the question, would you marry a pastor? (laughs) And you was like, no. (laughs) But I just said... I said to myself, you said no, but everything about us has just connected. So I was like, this doesn't scare me. 
I'm gonna pursue you. See a man of faith. I'm wow. just gonna go and take you and collect you and just make you mine. You said no, but I'm gonna change that no to a yes. <laughs> When it's all your yes and not my yes. <laughs> so I just thought, so the challenge being, because I cannot let you go. I cannot let you continue by, as in like, you're just another person I met. I had to make sure that you knew my intentions right from there, right from now. So I think that's when I met you. That's yeah. when I think my relationship story with you started. And so literally... I, I want to relate to you more. And everything after that was like a whirlwind. Yeah, so quick, From wasn't it? that point, it was so quick because that was literally in October. And then I think, okay, we had a little bit of a blip in oh, you friend zoned me for two, year, to, for two, for two months. <laughs> I didn't friend zone you. You fully friend zoned me. No, I just I just felt like everything was moving so fast. So I you just, friend zoned me. It, no, I just pumped the brakes a little bit. And you friend zoned me. <laughs> so this is, again, one of those things that we're not going to agree on. No, but you, you've said it yourself in other discussions. You... I had to make sure that I was making the right decision, so I had to put me in the friend zone. I mean, yeah, but we, you already, we were just friends at that point we were anyway. We weren't just friends. We weren't. We hadn't, there was nothing said. We were said. more than just friends. There was nothing, there was no commitment We were love made. interest. <laughs> there was nothing friends. Guys, I wish you could see his face right now. We were more than just friends. Yes, we were, we weren't doing anything more than friends, but we were definitely friends. Uh, sorry, friends with romantic <laughs> exactly. interests. Friends. Fr- friends with romantic interests. But when you yeah. cut out the friendship, I was like, so if there's no friendship, there can't be romantic interest. You know how she did it, guys? She actually said, in Christmas time, was it about my birthday? No, it was Christmas. No, it was Christmas. I bought her a Christmas card. I literally held that card for like maybe seven to eight days. I thought, like, I want to write this. Oh my gosh, I'm going to write this in and this, this, that. I'm going to make sure that I'm properly positioning my feelings. I'm not trying to put out too much, but I want to make sure it's not too little. How do I do this? I fully worked my brain out. Deliver my message. In, Give it to her. In a poem, let, guys, let, can let, I say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. I'm, I'm a landist. Okay, sorry, go on. Yeah. I was just saying it was a really beautiful oh poem. my days. This is... It's, it's still there, you know. Phoenix <laughs> <laughs> are still there. So I delivered this thing. I put it into that poem. I put it into that thing where she's just like, wow, like this guy, I know exactly how he feels about me. There's no shadow of a doubt of how he feels about me. Right. Cool. But obviously, naturally, you expect something back, like... <laughs> Not a present, but like a card at least, something to recognise and to commemorate the moment in the season that we're in. Right. You give me a card now, and I open a card, I'm thinking, my heart's beating, I'm thinking, ah, she's going to say something so special to me. <laughs> what does she pull out? She pull, I pull out a card. On the card is a sheep. <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's this? Why is there a sheep on the front of this card? I open the front of the card, I open the card up, and inside the... The card it says, "Hi, Mike. I'm so glad to have met you. I'm treat me as one of your one of your sheep." <laughs> Do you know my congregation? I never look at them with romantic interest. I literally shut off everything to do with. I look at you and I'm like, I desire you because I'm leaving you. But this one was outside that circle. So she pulls herself inside the circle. I'm thinking, what is this? Is the end of everything? You friends on me. Two months. You can see if you see her right now, she's actually wiping her eyes, <laughs> tears of laughter. She oh completely God. knows what she did. But anyway, we move on. Oh my gosh. I think I was just nervous, to be honest. In all honesty, yeah. I was just nervous because I didn't expect it to um look the way it did. Like I always imagined that I would know the person that I'm gonna be with for like 
um, I would have known them for probably like a year or two then you know it will take a while whilst we're getting to know each other for another year or something and then you know we are engaged for like another year or two whilst waiting for the wedding and then boom that's how I, I always thought it would yeah, happen typical waiting pattern for most right. people around the world and but this is like, I mean, we've met in October. We're only in December. This is three months on from not even three months, two months after we first initially met. Yeah. And I'm already feeling really strong feelings towards you. And I feel like I'm certain that you were the one I want to spend my life with. And then I'm thinking, no, this must be, there must be something wrong. Like Daisy, this too is going to, to literally it's too good to be true. So I'm feeling like pump the brakes. Let me discover this thing that's going to blow this whole dream apart. So I think that's why I did that. But come January, a month later, you officially asked me to be your girlfriend. We started courting, I guess, um, officially. Both shared it with um, the leadership in our church and started going to counseling sessions and stuff in January. Um, and then in June, my birthday, June, you proposed to me. I did. In June. So your birthday wasn't that Tuesday or Wednesday, and I proposed to you on the Saturday that weekend. Yeah, which was amazing because I had, I, I mean, we had spoken about the essence of getting engaged and getting married, so I knew that that was coming in the sense that I knew you were going to propose to me at some time in the near future, but I didn't know exactly when. So my that birthday, I didn't think it was then until... Until the Lord just uncovered. Oh, <laughs> Jesus was actually trying to like spoil my plans. I'm like, I knew Daisy was word of knowledge perfect. At the same time, I was like, Lord, why did you have to give her any kind of indication? Do you know she actually had a dream? And I think it was a couple of days before. Yeah. That's the Saturday. It must have been on a Thursday night. She called me up and she goes, I had a really weird dream. I was like, what's that? And she described the sequence of events of exactly how I was going to do it, the people I invited and who was going to be the photographer and where we... And she saw St. Paul's and she saw everything. I was like... <laughs> so I kind of kept it cool. I said to her, cool. Oh, it's just a dream. I immediately called her best friend and said, how dare you tell her everything? And she's Did like, you? Yeah. I didn't even know. Did I know that? I called her and said, how dare you? And she was like, I didn't tell her anything. I'm like, what? Because I, I haven't told her a word. And she and I knew she was telling the truth because on the phone, she was really scared. She was like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> Trust me, I would never, ever, ever. And I realised that the Lord was just showing her a dream. And I never told Daisy a word. Never showed her one picture. Never gave her no clue. And I was like, this is meant to be. Like, God is just... There's no way. I'm telling you, there's no way. She could have known any detail of what would happen, where it was going to be, what the vibe was like, who was going to be there. Nobody. It was crazy. You even called me because you was like, you, you, you thought the photographer was in, was, was in hiding, which, which they were, and you thought like... There was something, something going yeah, on. I'm like, Michael, are like, you hiding? I'm like, I'm not hiding anything from you. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, stop telling her my plans. <laughs> <laughs> so we just carried on, and I was like... I went into that weekend with full confidence of like this was meant to happen, right? And um, yeah, it's just been it's been great. It was it was really really amazing, and honestly, the proposal that was yet to come, I could never have imagined it would be so amazing. Girl, I blew your mind. He really blew my mind. But guess what, guys? 
you gotta tune in next week to get the rest of this story how the proposal happened how I proposed uh, what it was like what, what, what happened after that what was the whole you know beginning middle and end of it and you can decide yourself did it, did it slap or not no, I already know. I don't need nobody to well, tell me. Well, they need me. to know. I, I don't need nobody okay. to tell me. <laughs> it was amazing. It was everything I would have wanted and more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, so that is our halfway mark on how we met. Um, our story of meeting so far. We are halfway there. Um, so much more still to come, actually, on our journey of how we got from being friends. Literally went from... Um, me and each other in October to married by August. So what a whirlwind. Quick, quick, quick. Right? So we just encourage you also just to reflect on your journey from being a single stranger to being a faith partner to being a married couple to whatever stage you are at. Reflect on your journey and just ask yourself how does the faith in Jesus Christ really affect how that goes from stage one to stage two in a way that is successful. So subscribe, share, engage with Pod With Us. We want to show you more of our journey. We want to hear about your journey. We want to just share what we have, where we've been, and hope that it really, really blesses you. So thank you so much for being a part of this episode. And remember that faith and love are powerful forces when you allow it in your life. Join us next week. Amen.